Welcome in, everybody. Episode three of the Two Bucks Sports Podcast. Uh, we're recording a little bit early this week with the Thanksgiving holiday week coming up. I'm traveling uh, back home to Mississippi, but uh, to the home home place uh, down to a little farm that my family owns in South Mississippi where there's no Wi-Fi. So Drew and I are hopping on tonight. Welcome on in, Drew. Hey, man. Excited to be here. Like, we, this is a I guess we could make this like a super podcast since you were instead of filling a void of seven days from when you hear us to when we're back again, it's like going to be like 10 or 12 days. Let's just shoot for like an hour 45. Let's go, man. (laughs) Joe Rogan, we'll just talk all night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to start like we always do. We're going to start. uh, Well, first off, what you drinking? Um, I've got, well, I just actually finished it off. Uh, I had a little uh, bullet ride tonight. It sounded good and hit the spot. How about yourself? Well, I am drinking what you bought me, my housewarming gift. Hey. Uh, McAllen, what year? Ten year? Ten year, I believe, yeah. I'll be honest with you, it probably tastes the same to me as McAllen five year. <laughs> so, uh yeah, and some exciting news today. We're going to have our first special guest join us. Yeah. Uh, and join us at the perfect time uh, because there's some topics in his in his line of work and his fandom that uh, seem very prudent mm. for this week's show. Mm. So uh, let's look back. Uh, let's recap uh, what we what we watched last weekend. It was a big – okay, it was a weekend of football. Uh <laughs> I always hate, um, I know why they do it, but the week before rivalry week is just the pits, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two SEC games were Ole Miss, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and Vandy in Florida. Mm-hmm. And Ole Miss aside, I don't, it sucks for those four teams, mm-hmm. and everybody else is just gets a week to rest up, you know. Yeah. Alabama just lazily goes in and takes care of some directional school mm-hmm. and um just yeah. a just a bad week. Just a bad you know, week. They, they call it cupcake week for a reason. Um you know I get it. You run the gauntlet of the SEC schedule. Uh you know a week off is nice, but at the same time man like Sack up and play another SEC team. Play a little bit better rivalry. I mean, Mississippi State, we beat up on East Tennessee State. Uh, it was 56 to nothing until the closing moments when a punt was blocked for a touchdown to make it 56 to seven. This was not a competitive game. It, it's cool to watch some of the younger players play, but at the same time, you're right, man. It's just a bad weekend of football outside of just a couple games. Yeah, and we, we can just go ahead and touch on on these few games from last week real quick everybody had a cupcake week even Arkansas <laughs> <laughs> uh almost went down to Fayetteville over to Fayetteville northwest Arkansas mm-hmm. home with Sam Walton and Jerry Jones and that's about it <laughs> and just got demolished mm-hmm. and there's a lot to take away from it and at the same time it's just you're speechless mm-hmm. uh I told you last week on the show you had the over on that game, right? Mm-hmm. And if Ole Miss scores the points mm-hmm. that the stat line shows that they should have, your over hits a hundred times out of a hundred. 
Yep. Uh, instead, Ole Miss racks up 702 yards of offense, has two 200-yard rushers, and yet after one possession in the third quarter, they're getting beat 42 to 30 by Arkansas. You ever seen anything like it? No. No. You know, Ole Miss is moving the ball at will uh, between the 20s. And then turnover, shooting themselves in the foot, running out of steam. It just was an, it was, it was a, it was a poorly, um, poorly executed game, man. And you know, watching that, it almost looked like there was some distraction. There was something going on behind the scenes that kind of led to a flat performance to them not being prepared. Yeah, and that's the only thing I can come up with. Uh, there's been, everybody knows, there's been the rumors out, and I believe what happened last week lies at Lane's feet. Now, I'm a Lane believer. I think you look at where he took over from Matt Luke. Ole Miss should have never hired Matt Luke. Matt Luke was a mascot for this program, uh, and he just took it to the pits. And when Lane Kiffin took over, I mean, it was it was bleak. And the only reason we were, as Ole Miss fans, were excited for the next football season was because we got Lane Kiffin. Like, he was the engine. He was all that we had. And rightfully so. I mean, he's a name and he's a guru and he's a dynamic recruiter. And we're coming close to the end of year three and year one was a pandemic. And up until that game, you have a shot at having two 10 win seasons Mm -hmm. in three years at Ole Miss. And Lane is a guy who likes to have his name out there. Point blank. He's a Jimmy Sexton guy. Mm -hmm. He likes to have his name out there. He's going to – any press is a good press. I mean, uh, he's likes the bidding. He's like a – he's the high school jock that likes to have the girls fighting over him. You know, and it's not a bad thing. It's definitely not bad for Lane. Hmm. But what happens is you just come off of a tough loss against Alabama where he was a former assistant and everybody knows that he's he loves Saban as much as he loves to rag Saban. He hmm. looks up to the guy – he sees Alabama as the preeminent college football powerhouse that they are. I mean, Georgia's new, still the new kid on the block relative to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And Alabama is number one, and there's only probably two to three other schools that can even afford to be mentioned in the top five. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how far ahead Alabama is. Right. And we had a shot at beating them. And mm-hmm. you look at penalties – you know, he had the cute little Jackson Dart's mama said it's a shame that he doesn't get treated as as equals compared to Alabama. And you can't he said you can't sue me because she said, you know, <laughs> just genius, you know, Lane turning the media, being a you know being a comedian. Mm-hmm. But I believe two things happened in that Arkansas game. He let Alabama beat him again. That one hurt. And no kidding, it hurt me too. Because I was sitting there and I was excited, and uh, I was excited. <laughs> All right, well, making an entrance here. <laughs> Welcome to the tape team. Welcome to the broadcast. We've got boys. our first guest on the Two Bucks Sports Podcast. <laughs> Joining me and Rusty, uh, he hails from Counts, Tennessee. Correct. You know, uh, Cotton Gin Road. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, welcome, Zach Jones. Thank you, man. Yeah, happy to be here, boys. Happy to talk some talk some sports. 
been really enjoying the podcast. I got to be honest, I was a little surprised over the first two episodes of how much I enjoyed listening to it. So tip of the hat, uh, you know, I thought I would, you know, enjoy listening to it a little bit, but I have enjoyed listening to the full, full episode both times. So you know, hat tip. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate that. You know, just trying to put out a quality product to uh, to impress our, our our four subscribers and all of our listeners. Yeah. Oh well, you know, one at a time, buddy. You know, right. you know, one, one at a time, brick That's by right. brick. That's so, <laughs> by God, we'll get there. Uh, we were just talking. I blame Lane for the loss to Arkansas, mm-hmm. and the reason is one, he let Alabama beat him again. He had a hard time getting over that loss, and now. You know, and as most people do, you were that. I mean, podcast, you, we're on YouTube right now. So you can see my fingers. We were that close <laughs> to beating Alabama. And yeah. we were so close that you got to be able to criticize the refs. That's an accomplishment when you're playing Alabama. <laughs> if you're close enough it to is. be able to criticize it the is. refs, then, then you're going to hang on to that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then the Auburn stuff just keeps flying, circling. I mean, and – I don't never really had any really fear because this has happened. This is Lane's MO. He likes to be at center of attention, but that stuff just keeps swirling. And as long as you just let it keep swirling, these college kids who are because of NIL are being tampered with. They are being recruited. And just like they were in high school, they're being fed. Your coach is leaving. Your coach is leaving. Your coach is leaving. And that has an effect. And you, Go play in Fayetteville where they have just the crazies and a bunch of them mm-hmm. in 20 degree weather. It got sideways quick and it stayed that way. And so that's, that's where I'm at now. I don't know what lane does going forward. I've got a really bad feeling about it. I'll be honest. I know what he you. does. He leaves. Yeah, You think so? Well, I've been there, you know, as a as a Tennessee yeah. fan, yeah, uh, you know I have uh, indeed been there, and uh, he uh, he's uh, he's grass is greener guy, yeah, always has been, and uh, you know unfortunately for you I I foresee that, but uh, you know maybe you won't. So yeah, yeah. and I think NIL has changed this because when yeah. NIL came in before NIL came in, I would have felt really confident stacking myself up with Auburn. I mean, I know Auburn's had runs, and I know they've got a, they've got an endowment. They've got, they've got a bigger chest than we do. They like to think they're a bigger dog. But if you just look at wins and losses and success of football teams, if you take away Cam Newton, which I understand you can't take away Cam Newton, since then the records are virtually identical. Right. You know, we've been to three access bowls i think it's fair to say it's not the step up that i would have expected him to make so i got some thoughts on that you know nil does does love the playing field a bit but auburn's got sneaky money always well, got more money than people think that's my point is that, is that auburn is able to or is right now <clears throat> saying that they have a war chest of NIL. Now, the NIL may be Bitcoin for all I know. It's mis- it's mystery money. <laughs> if I was Ole Miss, what I'd do is I would lie my tail off. There's no bank account out there with 
NIL money. Like, mm-hmm. just lie, you know? Yeah. And then well, call your booster when you need some, you know? Whatever. Drew, it does, I, I, Drew I, I appreciate your optimism there, but but, <laughs> but I'm on I'm on Twitter and we all know that Twitter is gospel, right? Yeah. Um, I'm scrolling through some of the comments under the announcement, and these Auburn fans, man, they're 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 characters. Uh, none of them can spell. I'm surprised they know how to use a phone. Uh, but my boy Jack Auburn fan 12, Mr. Jack Williams, shout out, um, tweeted out um, at 9:20. That you realize, but the way he spelled realize is R E A L space E Y E S. You realize, realize. You need to see it with your real eyes. That third you eye. Realize your third eye. Uh-huh. Realize, realize. He was just offered an eight million or eight year two point ten point two five million dollar contract by Auburn, right? R I T E. Mr. Jackson, the no, right? No. I mean, he's got realize. Mr. Jackson, yeah. the no. And then the other thing that doesn't stand in your favor is Lane Kiffin's reference to the pine box. Yeah. I don't know if you remember or not. But, oh, uh, sure. Mr. Of course I remember. Mr. Mr. Tommy Tuberville, right before he left Ole Miss for Auburn, and ultimately the Alabama House of Representatives, was that you'd have to take me out of Oxford <laughs> in a pine senator. box. Oh, senator. He's a senator. Uh, was you have to take me out of Oxford in a pine box? And uh, Mr. Lane Kiffin said, I believe it was today, said yeah. – I could give you a pine box beach, but I'm not going to waste my time. Uh, Your boy's gone. <laughs> it would be fitting. Yeah. Uh, Ole Miss in my lifetime has lost a number of coaches to being fired. Um, and they have only had two coaches leave on their own free will. Mm. And that would be Tommy Tupperville and maybe Lane Kiffin. And they both go to Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah as, a, as an Ole Miss fan who thinks that, you know, based on mm. – the opportunities that we had the last two years of being a play away or two, you know, you're in the mix for a mm-hmm. four and maybe one day an eight or a 16 team playoff. You're, you're mm-hmm. in it. You need it to be perfect, but it's just a real kick to the stomach when mm-hmm. they, when he potentially chooses the guy down the street, this isn't, this isn't Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma for USC, you know, that this is a direct competitor. This is, it's Lane Kiffin. That's exactly what he does. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what he does, man. I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe you'll get uh, you'll get lucky and in, in a little bit of a round robin here, you know, when Lane decides to leave, you'll get uh, you'll get freeze back, you know. Uh, that's <laughs> not gonna happen. But what can happen and what the benefit of Lane is, is that Freeze started the whole upward trajectory. For all of his flaws when he was at Ole Miss, he showed that Ole Miss could go ten and two. They could make it to a ro- to a Sugar Bowl. They could beat Alabama. And so Lane has taken the program another step, and it, if nothing else, has made him a, a little bit more desirable. You know, I don't know. Yeah. If, with all the conference realignment, I think the SEC draw is only going to get better, and there's only mm-hmm. fourteen jobs of those jobs right now. Right. So, you have you picking the winner, that's for sure. But uh, uh, all this Lane Kiffin talk kind of leads to the next inevitable game. And Zach, you kind of tied it. You kind of timed it just right coming in. You know, we had a lot of struggles uh, on Saturday. Michigan struggled with Illinois for a long time. Uh, shout out to my boy Lauren Massey, big Illini fan. Uh, was a little bit salty towards the end of that game about the Illini defense opening the door for Michigan. Um, Ohio State didn't get off to the best start. But, man, talk about struggling. 
Zachy Boyd's up there in Knoxville, man. The, first of all, I'll say the orange helmets were a nice touch. I did like those. Yeah. They look yeah. like Clemson. I'll turn the TV on and I was like, is that Clemson? Don't know if you'll ever wear them again, though, right? <laughs> this is Knoxville orange, truth. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, as, as, as good as Tennessee's offense has been this year, their defense was equally as bad. It was just Correct. hidden by the fact that they hadn't played a ton of great offenses. Yep. And then they met Spencer Rattler. <laughs> yep. They look the uh, the defense has been suspect all year. Sure. I mean, uh, they they ran up against that, you know, when they played Georgia, you know, uh, and they scored 12, 13 points. Uh, but um, just to, I'll be honest with you, I almost, you know, I'm delusional because I'm a Tennessee fan. You know, uh, you know, we we enter every off season knowing that we're going to be national champions, mm. and um, you know, just positive of it. And, right. uh, you know, so when we don't get there, you know, it's, it's heartbreak every year, but, um, I almost, I had a, there's a tendency to me almost to not watch that game. And it was in the bag, you know, it's, it's clearly in the bag. Uh, but, um, yeah, just, a, a tough game all the way around and, you know, cherry on top being, being Hendon, uh, uh, taking an L there and, uh, and getting injured there at the end of the game. So, yeah, that Tough hurt. game for the boys. Uh, that hurt me to watch because um, I do get my jokes off with the Tennessee's back every year, and I know Zach's been <laughs> on like ninety-eight, and yeah. ninety-eight know, every year, baby. Yeah. Right, and those are funny jokes when it falls apart, mm-hmm. and and it turned out to the team not to be as good. This team was good enough, mm. and yeah. now that injury was. If it would have happened earlier in the game, now that game was over. It didn't decide it, mm-hmm. and that was yeah. the that was the thing that kept it from being as painful as it could have been. Correct. But to be losing that game after it was just a bad Saturday of football for you guys. You needed Michigan to lose, or you needed uh, yeah. TCU to lose. TCU ran on the field oh, in the just... last minute to kick a field goal, and mm-hmm. then it's like you were they were scoreboard watching or something. And you go out yeah. there and just get thrashed, and then your your quarterback just blows his knee up, and yeah. it sucks. And it sucks for him because he is not a redshirt sophomore. He is a no, graduate. Yeah. He is twenty four, twenty three, twenty four years old. I believe his he's twenty four. Yeah. His only stop is the NFL after this, and yeah. in game eleven he blows it out. It's just. I hate it for the guy. I yeah, truly, I'll be real with you. Do. As much uh, pro football as I watch, and I watch a ton, I, on, my honest opinion is that he's not a pro quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that his probably his best days are in college. Uh, so I kind of do hate it for him. Uh, yeah. That he, yeah, you know, that I happened agree. to him in the season. Maybe he'll end up at the Memphis Showboats in the, the new yeah. USFL <laughs> league. You can, go, you can go watch him play there, man, because I do I agree. He's a, hey, a pretty easy I, system quarterback. I think Maybe. he is. Yeah. He can he can go play for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and challenge Chad uh Chad Kelly next year. There it is. Uh, as he goes to defend his Great Cup title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a buddy that was there at the game. He talked about, you know, they ran out of fireworks because they scored so many points. But it was jokes for days, man. But really all UT is is 2014 Mississippi State. And it hurts my heart to say, but you know, Don't ooh, say it. number one in the playoffs Yikes. rankings and then limp to a finish. Um yeah. We'll talk more about that later, but uh, but a tough beat this past weekend, man. I hate that for you. Yeah. Um, 
Yes, a lot of good football. We'll kind of circle back to that. Uh, Zach's joining tonight, talks some SEC, talks some NFL. So we'll kind of circle back to that in just a couple minutes. But uh, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about the Grizz for a few minutes. Uh, our boys down there on Beale Street uh, had a had a good win, then a rough win or a rough night. Um, had a good opportunity for uh, a couple of wins since our last podcast. Uh, we beat up on. Um, uh, Oklahoma City, pretty good. Uh, that was a better win than we would have thought it was going to be. Yeah, uh, it was. SGA was on fire yeah, uh, going into that yeah. game. Absolutely. And, uh, that that was ended up being, especially being down Ja and Dez, that's a that's a solid win. Yeah, you know they outshot us, forty six percent to forty one percent. I mean they they played really really well. Um, you know, Jobby limited that game. He had 19 points, uh, 15 for uh, Santi Aldama off the bench, which he continues to play just solid basketball, man. He's, he's always in the right place, makes good decisions. He's a fun guy to watch. Um, you know, I'm going to continue my tirade. He only got 15 minutes, but David Roddy minus eight and plus minus again, just, just a, just guy gets lost on the court. Um, How many so minutes? He had, had 15 minutes and in that 15 minutes, he was minus eight. He's had worse games. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but we'll get to the the worst game here in a minute against the Nets. <laughs> yeah, abysmal. Um, but yeah, solid effort against the Thunder. Y'all got any more thoughts on that? Um, two thirty point quarters played really well against the Thunder and a young young up and coming team. And we had family in town, so a lot of that game I was uh, watching box score. And so Russ, you can fill me in if you caught it. Um, Shay Yildiz Alexander came in on an absolute tear, oh my gosh. and uh, I believe he finished the game with in the teens, right? Mm-hmm. So a really good job of being able to focus on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, without seeing it, I'm going to give the credit to Dylan Brooks on that. Yeah, absolutely. I was just about to say, man. He was incredible in the next game. Dylan Brooks is a freaking menace, man. He is like bad boys pistons and one guy, uh, just an absolute menace on the court. Um, he did. He was in SGA's pocket all night, man. He's played some quality minutes. Uh, plus minus of, of a plus 19, finished with 16 points. Um, I uh, had a steal, but just like ate up SGA, finished with 15 points, like absolutely. He was a minus 13, SGA was, and that's the big shout out to Dylan Brooks, man. He was he was all over the court that night, fun to watch. How many styles did Dylan have that game? Uh, let's see. You know he had five. Uh, he, had, <laughs> uh, he had two actually, two personal fouls. That's it. Only man. two, but yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. And then the biggest thing, man, uh, he only had one turnover, uh, six for 20, a little rough night from the field from him, but we're going to, it's because he was tired from running around SGA all night. <laughs> uh, some call that a rough night. Some call that a basketball game. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, not so great uh, playing the the Nets the other night, lost 127-115. Uh, Kyrie Irving's first game back, came back with a vengeance um, at 14 points, plus minus and plus 16, but Pretty much had his way in the lane all night long, um, slashed, drove. Every time I looked up, he was at the rim for a layup or down there making a play. Um, I mean, the, the Nets are what they are. We didn't have Ja. He's out for another week or so with that little low-grade ankle sprain. He's uh, actually uh, – he's been elevated to doubtful for tomorrow night's game. So, I'd yeah. be looking at him coming in uh, after the next game. Yeah, I don't think he plays tomorrow night against the Kings. Real quick, back to that. Uh, the one, one one highlight in that in that Thunder game was Trip. Man, he had a double double, 25 and 12. Um, Trip looks solid, man. He's back, baby. Trip's back. Uh, but he had a rest night uh, against the Thunder or against the Nets the other night. Didn't play, um, letting that knee heal up a little bit. 
Um, David Roddy, again, 24 minutes, minus 12, plus minus. Man, we've got to find another option at guard. We're just really, uh, really struggling with guard depth, for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. We, hit on, we hit on this in the last podcast. That guard depth is coming. Um, mm-hmm. We're missing Dez, and we're missing uh, Zaire. And so that guard depth's coming. He he was never intended on being this many minutes, but he's yeah. gonna he's gonna they're gonna let him take his lumps, but he's gonna have a take a lot more lumps yeah. right now. So I heard some talk last episode about Melt over Conchar, and I don't know that I agree. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that I agree. Um, what's your what's your thoughts there? I, I like Jitty. Uh, you know, uh, I think. Uh, he doesn't go cold in the moment, and uh, Melt clearly had a problem with that. Uh, we got to the playoffs, you know. Melt just absolutely shut down. Uh, you know, we didn't get much out of him at all. I think right. uh, I think Conchar's. I hate to say, I, I'm not sure that I would say he's got a better shot uh, than Melt. I would uh, say it's. I, I'd I'd call it a push, honestly. Yeah, yeah but I think it's, I think it's close. Uh, yeah, now Mel- Melt's probably got better defense, but I I can I feel like I can rely on uh, on Conchar a little more over Melt. I think that Melton is the better player overall. Uh, I think Melton defensively and is a better player, and he's got a touch more playmaking, but he's just got that havoc factor that I always appreciated. Uh, yeah. You're right, and we talked in length uh, last postseason, the postseason before that the moment just seemed too big. And at some point when you expect to make runs and playoffs, you've got to make moves for the playoffs. And I think that's what they did. Um, Mel's having a good year so far. He's, he's basically being the same player this year for Philly that he was from Memphis last year. The fans are going to love him. Um, We'll just see what happens in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 He's he's averaging nine points a a game this year, 38% from three, pretty much equal numbers he had last year. Conchar is a little bit better at 41, uh, but only averaging eight points a game. They're basically the same player, but. Well, with Conchar, what you're hoping for is a better. You're hoping for less mistakes, honestly. You're just hoping for more consistency. Yeah. You're with Ja, it's, it's the same thing that. With dynamic players, with superstars, especially superstars who can get into the lane, who are physical, who are quick, you need to surround him with shooters. And Conchar, just like the same reason why they drafted LaRavia and Bain, they've got those same measurables. They are shooters. Now, Bain has materialized into much more than just a shooter. But when Ja gets to the lane, if he draws two, be able to make the shot. Mm-hmm. And that's all they ask out of Conchar, yeah. and and he's fine. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he with Dez out, he played 37 minutes. That's too many minutes. It yeah, is. Too <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, give those minutes to Stones. Let's figure something out. But you know, Conchar is he's serviceable for now. Uh, but we are missing Zaire's minutes a lot, man. We get him back from injury. I think uh, this team looks a lot different down the stretch for sure. But uh, opportunity tomorrow night uh, coming in against a hot Kings team. Um, they've won six in a row. Uh, they're nine and two over their last 11. They've got some big wins. They scored 153 against the same Nets team that beat us the other night by, um, uh, you know, 12 points. So I mean, we got an opportunity uh, at Memphis tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Um, any thoughts on that, Drew? I know you've been high on the Kings so far. Yeah. Uh, 
the this is the second time we've played the Kings this year. We played them uh, on, I believe, I don't remember if it was our third or fourth game. It was the fourth game for the Kings, and they were zero and three and left zero uh, and four. Mm-hmm. But those four losses were to the Trailblazers, mm-hmm. and Dame was just on fire to start the season. The Clippers with Kawhi. Uh, before he took his hiatus for the year. Yeah. A five-point loss at Golden State and then the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. And so you look at those four losses, and I left that game thinking they were good and they had struggled. And that's mm-hmm. evident by the fact started 0-4, now they're 9-6, and meaning they're 9-2 mm-hmm. after that game, and their losses are at Miami by three points. Mm-hmm. and another loss at Golden State by three points. Mm-hmm. And so that's six points away from an 11-4 and four record, you know, yeah. going on an 11-game win streak mm-hmm. after starting 0-4. I think they're good. And I don't think the way the West is going right now with Lakers being terrible, the Warriors can't seem to figure it out. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a team that I think I can see them bypassing – the play in and just being in that top six. Hmm. Zach, any thoughts on the, on the Kings? Not too, many th- not too many thoughts on the Kings, brother. I see it, <laughs> see it when I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Vladdy Divac is still running that team. So yeah. it's going to, they're going to hit some lumps and hope, yeah. I'm just hoping since the Mariners made the playoffs this year, the yeah. Kings now own the longest playoff drought in the big three mm-hmm. men's professional sports leagues. Yeah. Listen, so, man, De'Aaron Fox is a player, man. He like he's fun to watch. You know, he can drop some points. He's a good shooter. Uh, fun guy to watch. So yeah, should be an entertaining game tomorrow night if nothing else. If y'all want to go, uh, tickets are low as twelve dollars right now. So y'all can sneak out on a Tuesday night and watch some play. Um, done it before. Yeah. Have done. <laughs> the main reason we have Mr. Zach Jones here today is we've got some picks to make. Here's some big football this week. We've got rivalry week. We've got Thanksgiving Day NFL football. Why you need turkey coma? So we got a lot of things we can talk about tonight. So uh, we're going to dive right into some of our picks. Um, you know, I've been struggling a little bit. Yeah, um, give them your record. Give them your record. So, so I, I, Drew, I did a little research while we were talking a few minutes ago. Um, my record's better than what I thought. Okay. I went one and four in the first week. I okay. went one and three last week. Uh, got got myself uh, two and seven records. Terrible, man. Not going well. Uh, <laughs> the only one I did last <laughs> took the over Ole Miss Arkansas at 67 and a half, and it went at 69. So I got to kind of win there. Uh, other than that, it's been abysmal. <laughs> That's why you – Tough sledding, uh, bud. Bet, bet for fun not to retire, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what you got this week, Buckets? Hit, hit, hit us with your uh, pick, pick a few of them because I see your rundown here of the mm-hmm. games you're going to pick. Hit us, mm-hmm. talk a little bit about some of them, and then spray us with the last ones. Yeah, yeah. So, a um, couple first, uh, we'll, we'll kind of dive into a couple we can all relate on. Um, first and foremost, going with uh, the LSU Arkansas game. It's another wild, or excuse me, uh, LSU AM game. It's a wild game. Um, a lot of weird things happen to that rivalry. LSU is a nine-and-a-half-point uh, favorite in that game. I think they cover. They've got an opportunity. Brian Kelly's going to have that team ready. They see whatever small hope they have for a playoff position. I think LSU comes in and takes care of business as a tune-up. What did you say that spread was? Uh, nine-and-a-half, I believe. Okay. 
yeah, LSU nine and a half, nine and a half point favorite. Um, I'll take. I'll yeah. A and M's bad. Yeah, yeah. I guess bad football team. Yeah. The, uh, I wonder what the over is on that. Yeah. Um, uh, over under is got it right here, forty six and a half. Hammer Ooh. the over. Hammer yeah. the over. At forty six yeah. now, that's low, man. That's yeah, that's yeah. super low. So. Low, yeah, you, low, low. You're not gonna take nine and a half points and not take the over. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Taking the over there as well. So I'll go two for on that one. That's a good call. Um, <clears throat> next up, Missouri, Arkansas. It's kind of a kind of a sleepy game. Like, who really cares about Missouri? Who really cares about Arkansas? Arkansas <laughs> absolutely just manhandled your Rebels last week, Drew. Um, yep. <laughs> game three point favorite over under 56. Take the Tigers. It's home game at Missouri. Last game of the year. Um, they have played some decent football recently outside of the Tennessee game. <laughs> played yeah. some good football coming to this one. Arkansas being a three point favorite. I'm taking the Missouri Tigers. Straight up. Straight up. That's money line them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think they beat Arkansas. I think it's a good win for them. A um, couple more. Uh, being out here on the Carolina coast, uh, Coastal Carolina shots up. Football matters out here. Uh, they are playing <laughs> at James Madison. Little did you know that there is a there is a football game going on. Yeah, there. they are. They're playing at James Madison, boys. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is a tryout game for Jamie Chatwell. Um, I think one, uh, he Tennessee is his dream job. It's not happening unless Ole Miss goes after Hypo, which might explain why they laid an egg against South Carolina. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No. We will Uh, play that, man. People just leave and go to Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, But they're playing at James Madison. They're down their starting quarterback. Grayson McCall's out after a little ankle surgery. They're a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't know if they have the dogs to beat James Madison on the road, but I don't think they lose by more than 14-and-a-half. I think they cover – on the road at James Madison. A little fun belt football to end out the year there. So Coastal nice. plus 14 and a half? Yep. Okay. Um, next up, Clemson, South Carolina. South Carolina's coming off an emotional win. Got a big win in a rivalry game. They got an opportunity to go bowling. They're playing well uh, in, in, you know, against Tennessee. But uh, unfortunately, they're not playing Tennessee this week. They're playing Clemson. Clemson's got an opportunity to backdoor their way back into the playoffs now. It's a 12 o'clock kick at Clemson. For whatever reason, Clemson plays well in those games at 12 o'clock. They're a 14, let's see, 14-point favorite, 14-and-a-half-point favorite. I think they kick South Carolina's butt, man. It's not even going to be close. Clemson covers, pulling away. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, really? Agreed. I'm just not high on yeah. this year. Yeah, I'm definitely not in South Carolina. Yeah, I'm not high on South Carolina either. That's the problem. You know, they only scored we, 18, 18 touchdowns all year long, and they scored nine against Tennessee. They yep. used whatever scores they had left for the year that night. That's all they got. You nailed it. Uh, <laughs> talk about laying an egg. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. all over that. So South Carolina's yeah. going to get just manhandled. It's not going to be close. Yeah. Um, uh, next up, Zach. I'm sorry, man. I've been on back and forth about this one all night. Um, Tennessee came out and played really well after their last loss. Um, beat up on Missouri. Like, hey, we're on the revenge tour. We got an opportunity to get back in the playoffs. We're going to win this game. Beat up on Missouri. They're playing a hot Vanderbilt team. 
And I never thought there is no. Either. I'm going to stop you right there. There is no such thing as a hot Vanderbilt team. But if there ever just, has just, been, it's this you one. Just stop <laughs> right there. And it's not even baseball. We're not even talking about Vandy baseball. We're talking about Vanderbilt football, who have won two games in a row, beating a ranked Kentucky. And they're on a heater, boys. <laughs> hey, a win's a heater. They yeah, got an yeah. opportunity to go bowling. They're going to be bowl eligible if they beat Tennessee this weekend. Wow. They are a 14 point dog at home against Tennessee. When was the last time they were a 14 point dog against an SEC school, particularly one that's in the top 10? I don't know. James Franklin was probably the coach. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably right. Yep. Absolutely. Or, or they were playing yeah. Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> do I think Vanderbilt wins to go bowling? No. But do I think they lose by less than 14? Yes. I think Vandy covers 14 point spread. All right. Last Praise one. Uh, let's see. Ohio State, Michigan, big game. I think Michigan's a bad football team. I don't think they're as good as the hype says. Ohio State beats them. They're seven and a half point favorite. I think Ohio State beats them by at least two touchdowns. Um, it's Ohio State, Georgia, every and everybody else this year. I don't think that game's close, man. I That's really probably don't. true. Yeah, I don't think that game's close. And then finally, Drew, you bet with your head, not your heart. Uh, Mississippi State plays at Ole Miss, two point road dog. Uh, Mississippi State wins outright. Mississippi State covers. <laughs> Pull the road <laughs> at Ball Hemingway. With all the distractions <laughs> around that program. Hail State, baby. Let's go. Hail State. Uh, and I'm surprising everybody. I'm making picks this week. Rusty's two and seven going in. So <laughs> I decided to do a lot of research. <laughs> I've compiled Rusty's picks. Okay. My first pick is AM against LSU at uh, plus. Uh, minus nine and a half. I'm going to take Arkansas over Missouri. I'm going so to just take, all the opposite. I'm going to take yeah. James Madison over Coastal. <laughs> I'm going to take South Carolina over Clemson. I'm going to take Michigan over Ohio State. Tennessee over Vandy. You won and, that one. Yeah. <laughs> and Ole Miss over State. Uh, by my math, he has won one game a week. <laughs> so I should be six and one. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's why the, the title of this segment has quickly shifted from Get Rich Kids to Rusty's Picks to Rusty, Please Shrink the Deficit. That's all that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rusty, maybe a touch rusty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crusty. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Zach, your turn, buddy. Brought you on board. Some big NFL games coming up this Thursday. Everybody loves Thanksgiving NFL football. You get to always watch the Cowboys, you know. All these different teams. Zach, what you got for us Thanksgiving Day football, buddy? Man, Thanksgiving is the best holiday of the year. I agree. Uh, bar I agree. none. It's, uh, you, you just remove every bit of the stress of Christmas, and you go straight to eating. And then when you're done, you don't have to speak to any family. You just leave. You know, it's just so nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you get football. You know, you get NFL football, you know, which is a glorious thing. Uh a little, uh, a couple of fun facts about tonight. I don't know if you guys, uh, are you guys uh, tuning into this uh, Mexico City game? I've got it on in the background, and I've, uh, I've been keeping close tabs for one particular reason. We'll get to in a minute. Uh, did you know what the elevation of this game is? Yeah, I saw that. Wow. Seventy, seventy-two hundred. That's wow. You know, two K above Mile High Stadium. Mm-hmm. That's, so on that first incredible. drive of the game, a defender. For San Francisco went down and needed oxygen. I was yeah. Like, Already. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, little, uh, it's we're up there. 
a little fun fact about that too. Uh, ESPN broadcaster Ryan Clark couldn't even play in Denver um, because right. of uh, health issues. Ain't no way he's going to Mexico City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, sickle cell. Uh, yeah, that's right. Sickle cell anemia. People out of out of Denver every year. Yeah, go ahead, Zach. No, you're fine, man. Yeah, uh, I was just, uh, and I saw earlier too, where for whatever reason, uh, Vivid Seats is tracking uh, ticket sales. I don't know if they're asking a question when people are purchasing tickets. I guess they are. Yeah. But 82% of sales uh, are for 49ers fans. Now, explain that. I, there's uh, one I reason. I can't explain that. There's um, one reason. Because there are no such thing as Arizona Cardinal fans. <laughs> I guess they don't travel, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's 82% and 18% undecided. Yeah. yeah. That or people are there to watch Trent Williams. That guy is an absolute specimen. That tackle for uh, the 49ers. Yeah. Guys who are 300 pounds should not be able to move that well. Be lead blockers on safeties down the field. But anyway. But uh, all right. Uh, so we got three games on Thanksgiving Day. We got uh, Bills Lions. Which uh, let's see, spread is at nine for the Bills. Lions are on a three-game heater, boys. Uh, they you know, are. They've won against uh, what the Packers, the Bears, and the Giants. Now say what you will about the Packers. You know my Titans just slapped them around, which was yeah. nice. Uh, but they still have Aaron Rodgers. You know uh, the Bears have got uh, you know a Justin Fields that's excelling, starting to excel, and is mm-hmm. you know. Uh, post Ricky season and the Giants have played well. Um, the Bills have lost two of their last three to the Jets and the Vikings. That's right. The Bills lost to the Jets, boys. The Jets. And I'm starting to think the, the uh, Jets who just hung three points against New England. I, I know. Yeah. So I'm starting to think. Uh, you know, was Brian Dable the key to, to unlocking Josh Allen? You know, question that I want to ask, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's I think there's a lot of merit to that question. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Because that guy immediately brought the, a swagger to uh, to the Giants and made Daniel Jones up. Daniel Jones threw his first interception. Uh, he was leading the league, had the longest passing streak without an in- interception in the NFL. Going into the game yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, you know, and he, gosh, I was uh, I was looking looking him up a little early. I didn't realize how long he's been around. Man, he's been a journeyman. Uh, you know, traveled around a lot. You know, it did did uh, serve some time under Belichick. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Uh, but and uh, under Saban. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. And at Alabama, you know, mm-hmm. which is interesting. But um, on this one, boys, I think the uh, I think the Bills cover, unfortunately, and I think they win big. Uh, you know, I, I would say Bills by two scores. Uh, they've uh, they've had a little bit of a, a tough stretch, and they need to they need to make this right. Yeah, so, and I the Lions give up points by the bunches, man, and what and the Bills score points by the bunches when they want to, man. So I, yep. I agree. Hey. Yep. There's no tradition quite like watching the Lions lose on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yep. <laughs> You're right, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a tale as old as time. Yeah. They'd probably rename the holiday if they decided to win one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got Giants and Cowboys. Uh, 
the Cowboys just came off an absolute browbeating of the Vikings. It was awful. Uh, I cannot believe uh, how bad they took it to the Vikings. Um, uh, any thoughts on that game, boys? You know, I, I think it's the it's easily the best game of Thanksgiving, and it the Giants are one of the best stories of the whole year. For for reasons that we got into. Saquon's back. Dayball's incredible. He's made Daniel Jones look competent enough. They're seven and three. Like, and and the I think the Cowboys just needed to get everybody back. Because they went to Minnesota and make your jokes about Minnesota. Um, I haven't been totally convinced by an eight and one Minnesota team leading into yesterday's games. But regardless, they went into Minnesota and just they looked like Arkansas last Saturday. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think uh, I think part of it is Zeke's been out, and I think that's on purpose. Tony Pollard is absolutely just slaying, man. That guy, Make this like man the starting back. Absolutely, man. Like That's the next shoe to drop, and that needs to be the next thing that happens. Yep. Zeke's no more 50-50. Make it 75-25 and let Zeke spell him. They'll cut him in the offseason. Somebody will pick him up. It's the I'm, way it happens in the NFL. I'm a, I'm a Dak fan, right? Went to Mississippi State, you know, all that stuff. But we know he can't stretch the field, right? He's got C.D. Lamb and still can't stretch the field. But the, the the Vikings had no answer for Tony Pollard. Dude was open on every single play as a dump off and would turn a, a three-yard bubble route into a 60-yard house call. So, yeah, Zach, uh, yeah, leading to this pick, man. I, I, Dallas is hot right now, man. They need yeah. to feed the hot hand. That's where I'm going with this. They played earlier in the season, 23-16, and that was with Cooper Rush, boys. Yeah. Uh, so I think this game is a bit of a no-brainer. I hate to go so chalk on Thanksgiving, but I think the Cowboys mash them. They rushed for uh, over two, well, right at 200 yards with Zeke mm-hmm. and Pollard in the last meeting this mm-hmm. year. So, yeah, I think the Cowboys are rounding in the form. The defense is absolutely incredible. Yeah, and uh, Micah Parsons. So yeah. uh, they're just they're just too good. Yeah, it's a lot like, you know, it's you grow up in Tennessee and Alabama have a lot in. I mean, uh, Tennessee and Dallas have a lot in common. You grow up hearing about the nineties, and it just hasn't really been. <laughs> <laughs> and so here we are, and it's like, well, I mean, you're gonna have to prove it to me, but yeah. that defense is they're good lights out they oh it's incredible they broke Kirk cousins i've never seen a quarterback fold in the first quarter before yeah they broke him kirk is uh he's a notorious uh noon prime his prime time is noon yeah Yeah, absolutely kirk shiesty at the noon kickoff man you give me a 425 or later boy's taking a nap (laughs) he is taking a nap (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna have to go out on a Go play on the West Coast. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, because, you know, Tony Pollard with 109 yards receiving last week. Uh, Dallas just had so much speed, man. And like I said, their defense got after Kirk from the beginning. Um, you know, Trayvon Diggs, say what you want about getting burnt deep. Guys always around the ball making plays. Um, you know, just absolutely dominated, man. Dominated. So, yeah, so, yeah uh, I'm all over Dallas. I think they'll yeah. cover big. Uh, only a seven-point spread? spread. It's a seven-point seven. spread, and I think that's – Probably yeah. too low. Um, I think it's 10-14, really, easily. 
What's the over under on that one? Uh, I'll have to check, Rusty. I'm not sure. I got pulled up. I pulled it up right here. Uh, yeah, forty-four and a half. Mm, that's probably about right, to be honest. I hate to play that, uh, mm. but um, you know, I could see, you know, thirty fourteen or something like that. Mm. You know, yeah, I could see Dallas covering pretty big. So. Yeah. Um, last game on Thanksgiving, we got the Pats and the Vikings, and man, Ooh. I'm a little bit torn on this game, uh, only because the, you know, it's prime time. That that it, it is the, that, that's it's prime time. <laughs> no, you know, if this was any other time, if this was any other time, I'd be all over the Vikings. Mm-hmm. But it's the seven o'clock game or the seven twenty kick, and you know, the man has a tendency to fade when the lights come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the, Pats, the spread it's only two and a half yeah I'm the last time i Vikings. checked the pats are no good man the like, pats defense is so much better than the vikings defense uh, i mean I defense is good. yeah, yeah. And I, three, I, now their, their wins aren't great but they've won three in a row beat the jets twice in the colts but it's still confidence man yep yep i, I mean i agree with the primetime argument here but at some point at two and a half uh, the game, where's it at? Is it, uh, it's got to be at New England or be bigger, right? It's at Minnesota. It's at it's Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, two and a half at home. I don't know. Maybe Vegas knows something. You know, it's, that seems too close. Uh, they know the kickoff time. That's what they know. They know they, the I just And I'd they've rather, got to. Drew, they've I'd got rather got pick that. the team with the good players. Like, that's that's where I stand on it. Like, I get it. You see what the Bills, you know, did. Uh, so the the Bills, when they played the Vikings, uh, uh, Devin Singletary game, uh, mm-hmm. as far as I remember. And mm-hmm. the Pats have a much better running back. I absolutely love Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, it's great. Um, so I think on the ground, you know, little ground, little basically a Titans game, ground and pound of mm-hmm. defense. You know, yeah. um, I could see that going the Pats' way. Uh, and I could see Belichick scheming up something for Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, I so, can't, but, I would know, I would take the Pats and the under all day on that one, man. Forty-two points, like that's going like that defense can slow down uh, Minnesota. The Pats sure cannot score points. Mac Jones just does not know what he's doing. That's uh, fair. Also yeah, only scored three points. Gonna be last point. It's going to be the the ugliest game of the day. It might be like twelve. It will. Nine. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's the a stretch in that Jets game only, where he went ten for ten. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Keep in mind, the Pats only scored three points on offense against the Jets, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, they ain't going to score points. This one the might Jets be like. The Jets have an elite defense. Don't dude, overlook Sauce the Jets. Gardner, man. Sauce Gardner will be the, the uh, defensive rookie of the year. That kid yes. can flat play. These these guys, that don't overlook the Jets' defense. They have an elite defense. But yeah, it's good. I read this today. In that Pats game, the Jets averaged 2.77 inches per play <laughs> like yards 2.77 yeah. inches per play in that game yep i read something like he he got 12 yards total zach wilson had 12 yards total in the second half but yeah, yeah he had 77 passing yards on the game down. no that's wild man yep. wow <laughs> so anyways i'm tempted to just money line the pass and run with that you know uh, to take a dog uh, out of these three because i feel like i'm a little too chalky with the bills and the Cowboys, uh, and the Vikings have showed you, they're rounding into what we know the Vikings were, a little bit of frauds, you know, mm-hmm. and 
I'm tempted to take the Pats money line on this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. It's fair. Y'all want to get into uh, – y'all want to touch on fantasy real quick? Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. So, uh, going into – we're recording this early, as we said, uh, due to Thanksgiving holidays coming up. And most of the games are decided. There's a couple that's still outstanding, but because – we're recording this during Monday Night Football. We'll just see where it stands. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one or one of the two and the most hotly contested game is actually between me and our our guest speaker today, Zach Jones. Uh, Zach brought in a five-game winning streak against my hapless three-and-seven team, and um, we're currently in a dead heat. Uh, Zach is up with no players playing, but I have three players playing, mm-hmm. and it's getting a little spicy. Uh, it's getting hot. Yeah. Yeah. If you can trust the ESPN projection right now, uh, Zach and is you can. still uh, projected <laughs> to win by three points, but uh, Debo is already my highest scorer of the week, and um, we have three minutes and 41 seconds to go in the third quarter, so – Fingers crossed, I need 15 and three-quarter points to tie Kingpin Henry. Out of what, three players? Uh, Yeah, Debo. Well, out of two players because I haven't seen, uh, since we've been recording, um, the uh, little Rondell fellow. go down? Uh, yeah, he went down, uh, and he was questionable to return. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I haven't seen if he's gotten back mm-hmm. in or not since we've been recording. Uh, but – uh, two players for sure, IU can Debo for the San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Rondo Moore has not seen the field since then. If I lose by point .6 points, it's because he he got one <laughs> yeah. catch for negative. Lost six, six yards. That's rough, man. That's rough. Right. Yeah. 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 Negative six yards. That's rough. So, <laughs> So if I lose, it's because he he the one time he caught the ball or he touched the ball, he got hurt. Finishing with two <laughs> negative players is gonna be rough, Drew. That's tough, man. Well, it happens. You know, you're all important defensive matchups. You know. <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah. Running well, through the rest of the <laughs> league, uh, we've got a win for Aaron. He keeps staying hot. Um, he got the win over Neezy, who's going back to back losses here. Uh, last week, I thought. He was probably out of it after that loss. He's at four and seven. He's definitely done. Um, Matty Ice Murdoch, Pat, stays a little hot, getting an almost 40-point win over Kirk. Matty uh, Ice goes to six and five, dropping Kirk to four and seven. Um, in one of the closest matches of the week, um, the uh, commander still curtain, Neasy, stooped down to Jordan's level and came away with a four point win over the O and ten low key losers. Man, and I, I thought Jordan was gonna get that, dude. <laughs> I thought I, I thought for sure. I knew he was gonna get one win this season. I thought that was gonna be I thought this was it. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, did you see we were we were talking Jets Pats a minute ago. Did you see who the leading receiver was for uh the Jets yesterday? No. Mm mm. His number one pick, Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims. <laughs> <laughs> two, two receptions for 25 yards. The leading receiver for the Jets yesterday. And uh, let's see. If he if he would have started Denzel Mims 
over there. Devin Denzel Mims would have outscored both of his receivers. Jahan Dotson with a 2.6 points, and Devin Duvernay had 1.7. <laughs> so, uh, it wouldn't have got him over the hump, uh, the the four points, uh, four and a half points that uh, Mims got him, would not have gotten him over the hump, but it would have made it a little closer. Uh, but he would have been the best receiver here to play yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, rounding it out. Uh, it's the only other close game that's still in doubt. Uh, Team Farrell, uh, at six and four, holds a 136 over 122 lead over Michael Mutters and Saber Muth. Um, Mutters does have two players that's playing in this game tonight. Um, I will tell you who that is in just a second, but uh, that one is going to come down to the wire along with mine and yours, Zach. Yeah, man, we got a close one going. Yeah. You puckered up or? A little bit. You know, yeah, I need this. I desperately need this win to stay in playoff contention. Yeah, and, you, uh, uh, you dug yourself in such a hole that you, you really can't afford to lose. Yeah, I'm just looking at Rusty's score for this week. 185. My goodness, I, I got to play him in like two there. weeks. And I'm having a good week this week, man. You got two guys plus 30. You got uh, five guys plus 21. I mean, like, that ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah, uh, that's, that's going to be the highest score all year for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah I, and, I need and he's this still got bad. two players playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, like I'm projected at 192 right now with D Hop and then Robbie Cool still playing, so there's a chance <laughs> I'm flirt with 200 tonight, depending on how hot. Crack 200. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's where we stand with fantasy this week. Uh, check back uh, when you hear this and see how uh, the other two games end and see how many points Rusty put up, uh, and then. We'll get back with you. Rusty, next week, uh, I'll just let everybody uh, say this to everybody to serve as a reminder. Uh, we're going to look at playoff scenarios next week. Mm-hmm. I want to look at records, points for, matchups, and see what everybody needs to do mm-hmm. going into the last week or two of the season uh, to stay in, uh, to get into the playoffs or stay into the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Sounds good, man. All right. Well, as we start coming to the finish, we always talk about the all-important Drew Soccer Minute. I wore my Ted Lasso hoodie tonight. Football is live <laughs> for this segment. Uh, Drew, hit us with it, man. We got something big going on in the world of soccer, right? We do have actual soccer news today. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, Zach actually called me today, and I told him I was researching. Um, I was researching for my soccer minute. I, uh, I watched the, uh, the Men's World Cup group round uh for the usa they took on wales and they got off to a hot start with a one neat with an Ooh. early goal uh, it was really one, cool one whole the, goal yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the uh uh it, it was pretty nifty uh they kind of got a steal and dribbled through <laughs> kicked it through the middle and the other guy come around the side and here comes the goalie and he kind of Right in betwixt the defender and the goalie, right in the back yeah. of the net, man. You won't hear man. you won't hear soccer analysis anywhere else like that. Yeah. And then <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. It was right. nifty. It was betwixt boys. Right it was betwixt. something. And uh, and then after halftime, uh, they got a penalty. They committed a foul <laughs> in the box, and <laughs> so the uh, um, the guy from Wales. Got a free kick. A yeah, that guy. Kick. Yeah. Yeah, the guy uh, from Wales. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, he did. And I'm telling you what, if that's not the biggest layup of a point that you'll ever see in your life, 
Yeah. I don't think there's anything easier than kicking a penalty kick in soccer. <laughs> Just no. give them a point. Call it a one point foul. <laughs> like in a yeah. game. In a yep. game in which it's so low scoring, to just give away points like that because of a foul. Yeah. And the guy didn't even really need to foul him, in my professional opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. And he yeah. was right yeah. in between him and the goal, so just you know, just stand there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's my soccer minute. I think they play the the real England on Black Friday. Yeah, standard. We'll call that standard England. Standard England. Yeah, the yeah. Queen's England. Yeah, yeah, Queen's England. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In soccer, we the USA got off to a hot tie. Uh-huh. So, uh, uh, yeah. There you go. yeah, yeah. Against so, an England county, essentially. Like they that's exactly county. right. <laughs> they, they beat uh, uh, the county school. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what if people want to get out of London to, you know, to get out of the traffic. They just moved to Wales. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, the uh, Wales is just uh buckhead. You know, to, uh, the England's yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Is, well, is buckhead remote enough? I don't know. <laughs> well, boys, man, what a night. You know, we are a podcast for the people. And what do we do? We bring on the people. Zach, thanks for joining us tonight, buddy. Yeah, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always been, a good been time. Been a good time. Yeah. Everybody enjoy your Thanksgiving. Eat too much. There's no such thing as too many naps. Nope. You don't have to go to work the number tomorrow. That's it. So, and don't bother don't bother shopping either. Just uh Monday, you'll find it all on Amazon. Same day. They'll bring it right to your house. That's, That's right. It. Cheaper anyway. You don't have to fight the crowds. Stay home, watch football. Get rich off the picks and hail state. My picks. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you were putting on Rusty's picks, just put that and more on mine. <laughs> got a pretty good shot. The odds are in your favor. Let's put it Rusty, that way. we don't call Rusty an expert, but you still should fade him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, Y'all boys. have a good night. See y'all yep. next week. All right, man.